Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We are on the eve of Game Week 17. Guess who's back? The original co-host of the pod, Jake. Jake, how are you, buddy? Doing well. I hope for the pod intro, you got like some like music, like Eye of the Tiger. Why? Because I'm back. Back. Yeah, would that be like if you were returning somewhere, the music that you would play? Yeah, probably. You go back to your high school, like on a reunion, that you make them stop everything, turn the lights off, they play that? Yeah, no one would remember me, though. But Right. I mean, that's 100% <laughs> true. Or you walk in, they're like, that's that guy from the Art of the Dive podcast. Yeah. What's did you bring? Again? Did you bring Marco? Yeah. Oh. No. Oh. Uh, all right, cool, man. Well, um, happy to have you back. You've been gone uh, for a couple weeks because of work, but um, we're able to squeeze this in. Uh, crazy because like the game week ended Sunday, and then the deadline's tomorrow. It's Monday evening here in in America, and so uh, we're recording now. And I know for some people, this will this pod will be mostly worthless. Um, but which one isn't? Am I right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah! Holy shit! There's games tomorrow. I gotta set my team. Yeah, it doesn't even matter if we talk about stuff like just with what's going on with all the COVID. How do we not even know? How do we not yeah. know? No, I, I mean, that's true. I So, so the, the, the first thing, obviously, this week was the Spurs and Brighton game, right? That was canceled. And now, what's the deal? Like, there's talk that even that game, right? The next game, excuse me, for Spurs could be mm-hmm. off against uh, Leicester, right? Yep. Um, and they were to play, um, oh yeah, they were pl- to play Leicester, obviously. And, but Leicester now has some COVID in camp. Okay. But that's not until Thursday. So that we have a couple days to figure that out. The bigger concern is what's happening tomorrow with this Man United Brentford game. Um, United reported that they had some COVID cases in house. Brentford obviously have Tony, but then apparently he's cleared, which I don't really get how that works. I thought there was a certain amount of days that he had to be. Uh, off since he had tested positive but apparently he had a negative test and now is cleared to, to be available for the game um but united have some some covid in camp and they did not travel uh to london for the match and so uh, normally they would travel the night before but now there's some talk that basically united told their players to stay put because they were still trying to figure it out we don't really know what's going to happen do we yep no idea um, which other teams, I mean, I know like city have reported that they have some COVID within their staff, Brighton still have COVID. And the report is that four players that were supposed to be in the starting 11, um, are, are have COVID and w- will have to be out. Um, there was some talk about Arsenal. Is that true? Yeah. Staff for Arsenal, at least. I don't know about players at this time. Yeah. Um, and anybody else? No, that's what I've heard so far. I like started doing a little bit of research and haven't come across too much more. It's it's really like hush hush. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, it was interesting. Somebody was uh, well, Wilson asked, you know, should they be allowed to like reveal names? And Bobby Love was saying that you can't. And um, but like it was interesting because they like they reveal injury stuff all the time, right? Like they'll be like, oh, like this guy has a you know broken ankle or whatever. Um. So that's kind of interesting, right? That like the ankle stuff is protected, but not that they have COVID mm-hmm. or like isn't protected, right? But but COVID is, is protected. So um, anyways, I, I don't really know what's going to happen. I mean, is there any legitimate advice we can give anyone about it? Not, I mean, not really at this time. 
it's like, what do you do? You just like make the best team that you can and right. maybe maybe if you have like one or two transfers and you were going to move those guys anyways or like possibly moving them, you, you get rid of them. You know, like yeah. for me, Vardy had to go anyway, so... Yeah, 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 that makes sense then. Yeah. I saw somebody kind of propose online the fact that... So, we've got a couple things that are happening. Like, number one, we've got all these COVID issues, but we also, number two, have a bunch of potential rotations. So, you know, players like, I don't know, Alonzo, James, um, I don't know, maybe someone in the a Liverpool attacking group. Um, like all those guys, even some people have suggested Antonio, like some of these players could potentially be rotated anyways because they haven't had much of a break for some time. So some people were suggesting online, maybe it makes more sense just to completely hold, like don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Just like it doesn't matter. It's go- you, you could, because the risk of course being that you transfer somebody in and then they don't play, yeah. right? Um, so like, do you have? Is there any thought to that, or not really? I think that's reasonable. Unless you have two transfers, then that kind of becomes hard because right. you're wasting. But right, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've got like Rafinha playing against uh, City. I've got Gray playing against Chelsea right now. So I, you know, I like, and that's that's if everybody plays, then I would be able to put out eleven um, yeah. and a starting goalkeeper. But like. Right now, I have Tony, who apparently is available, but could get canceled. Cancelo, who's for sure out. And MacArthur, who's for sure out. So, I don't really know. Um, Liam writes in, is it worth keeping Ronaldo through the next two if they're called off? Uh, I would say no. What would you do? Two games? Yeah, because there's also the game on the weekend, right? So, if if Brentford is called um, on, on Tuesday, a lot of people are suggesting that because of the timetable for recovery that the Saturday game would be in jeopardy as well against Brighton. I think I would because they would play Newcastle after that and he would be like a a captain option. So you'd hold him? I'd hold him because there's not a lot of points in the forwards right now. I was really struggling with that with Vardy. I even you know debated going up to Ronaldo. So you've already made your Vardy move just to be clear? I did. I made it I made it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jake, I don't know what to do with you these days. Um, Liam also writes in just for conversation. What's the COVID situation like where you are? Is it affecting American sports like it is here? We just had the thing in the NBA, right? Like there's a couple teams that are dealing with that again, right? Yeah, I think one of the NBA teams got suspended, the Chicago Bulls, two games. So they have to like suspended or like just put on pause? Postpone, yeah. I guess postpone their games. Yeah. Yeah. So we're dealing with it too. I mean, and actually just like it is, I I assume um, Liam is in Europe. I don't know for sure, but um, we're dealing with it too, like in our communities as well. um, I don't know what it's like down in the South, Jake, but like in the Midwest, um, numbers are starting to rise uh, again, especially with people traveling more for the holidays and with their families and um, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to get political or anything. I mean, I'm, I'm fully, you know, I got fully vaccinated. I got the the next one too. And, um, and our families are, and, and so we're hoping to be able to do like a mostly normal holiday, but I, I, you know, I don't know. It's a little tricky, like with travel and things are starting to like in Europe, they're starting to slow things down again, aren't they? Or like in some countries. Yeah, it's true. I'm being nervous about that. Have we talked about the fact that we're going to Europe, you and I? Yeah. Uh, no, we, I don't think we have. Yeah. All right. Let's not tell anyone. Let's just like <laughs> say that and then not even talk about it, okay. even though we're going in a month. 
Okay. Just yeah, not, I gotta like get a, my booster. So surprise, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Europe. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Wilson says. Oh, we already talked about that. Should teams have to dis- disclose who has COVID, or is that an invasion of par- privacy? Obviously, they can't right now, but it's it's a little weird. Um, the the uh, the other fun conversation that was taking place uh, in the Twitter community, which I love to hit on. You know, you know, I love the spice. Um, analytics versus Grass FC. Jake, obviously part of Grass FC, right? Uh, feels like I am lately. Yeah, every day. You act like you. So, like Jake wears an analytics FC jersey. Like he, that's the team that he he wears. But like under it, he has the white T-shirt that just says like Grass FC for life. And when he scores goals, he pops off the analytics FC shirt and like runs to the sideline, gets a yellow card. Yeah, for Grass. But the Grass know. FC shirt's been like the better shirt lately. It's kind of weird. It's a dumb shirt. It's a dumb shirt, but it's been better. Yeah, it's dumb. Um, I've done this rant before, but and I will do it again. I actually posted a little thread about it the other day. But like, for the people that are very like, oh, I test is the only way to process information. Like, I just want to be very clear that your eye test is is a form of data processing. It's a form of analytics. You're watching the game, you're processing it, and then you're trying to make predictive decisions based off of that information. And I always say this, like I said this in our thread, the, the problem is with the eye test that it is subjective. Like everybody's data or inputs are different. So it's really hard to compare ideas. And, and that's the argument, I think, for using data in some of your decision making and when you're having conversations with others. Okay, when Jake walks, watches a game versus when I watch a game, um, we both know a lot about the game. But like Jake obviously values things differently than I do or sees things in a different way. Um, For example, like you might say, Jake, that a player looks really lively and I might not think so because lively isn't a piece of information that either of us necessarily are going to agree on. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. But I do get what you're saying, you know, and I think part of the argument is not so much like it, it, well, first off, it's the, it's the issue of contempt, like just in general, like everyone wants to hate everyone, which I agree. I hate everybody. So that that's part of the issue. But I think that a lot of people that are pro like analytics in their decisions, which I'm definitely one of those people, they look at a lot of the, the people that the quote grass FC people and, and think like, oh, you just think you know better, like you can just watch the game. Right. And like that you would know better than everybody else, which is an absurd thing to assume. And then on the other end of it, the grass people think that the analytics people just are like beep, boop, beep, boop. I am a computer. And uh, and they don't like that. Right. Because they like the people side of the game. Um, I don't know, like not to be that guy, but I, I do think that there's probably a somewhere down the middle. Right. Yeah, I think a little bit. I think for the most part, you kind of hit the nail on the head that the eye test, you're, you are processing some stats. You just aren't able to put it to, to paper that fast, in a sense. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, for the most part, most of the stats could be quantitated, whether it be touches, passes, right. distance traveled. But, I mean, obviously, when you're watching the game, you're not able to do that. You have to look at it afterwards. So, it's a little bit of both, but it's mostly analytics. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, like, when when you watch the game and you're, let's just say you're full eye testing a player, right? 
Mm-hmm. What would be things that, let's say for a forward, Jake, that you would look for? Um, I mean, I want to see where they're like picking up the ball a lot yep. more. Like, you know, if they're picking the ball up in on their own half or, you know, out in the wing areas or wide areas. It's just like, I don't really want that for my FPL team. Doesn't mean he's a bad player. He might That might be what they want him to do that game. But right. I don't want a forward that's outside the box most of the game or... Or on a team where he's having to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and and I completely agree. I think you can see a lot of that stuff in the game um, and how, you know, like, so we can pull up heat maps and we can look at where a player's playing on the pitch and where he's receiving the ball the most and get that information. But one thing that you can't get, well, you probably can. It's just we probably don't have access to the data. Um, But, like, it's very hard to because I don't have access to like player tracking data, see like where he is in relation to his teammates, for example. Right. So like for a center forward, like Antonio, I was watching him in this last game. And one thing that I noticed was when the ball would go wide, it'd get played into the wide areas. And you're thinking like, this is good for Antonio, right? He's a big bodied center forward. He's fast. He's very strong. Like we want service into the box. But one thing that I I noticed with him is almost every run was to the back post. So he very almost never tried to, to to either drop off and get a cutback ball to shoot or try to get across to the near post and make a really hard run into that space. Instead, he just drifted to the back post. And not that that's not a run that can score, but the reality of it is it takes a very, very good ball to loft a ball over multiple defenders and a goalkeeper and end up right, you know, on Antonio's head or whatever. And so like, you know, that type of information, you know, you can take in and process, but Another manager may have watched the game and just said, right, when we're getting back to eye test, they might have just said, well, I watched Antonio and he was in the box a lot. And so I like that. Right. Whereas like I've taken it to a different level. Yeah, he's in the box, but he's like off the back post all the time. And so that's, I guess, my argument for like where you need some stats or some information, but also the context to go with it in order to have the conversation with someone else. Yeah, I don't know. Just my two cents. I know I'm ranting a lot, but that's all yeah. I got. Yeah. And West Ham sucked that game just in general. Yeah. Just want to yeah. add that. <laughs> that's, yeah, Grass FC, they suck. <laughs> that's how I imagine everyone that says like that they're Grass FC. That's how I imagine they all talk. Mm-hmm. Like they're okay. just drunkards. Like, yeah, all right. Their footies played on grass. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, gosh, I'm glad I have that Grass FC shirt on underneath right now. Yeah, no shit. Um all right, so I don't want to, like, spend too much time on our teams. I'm kind of – I hate spending time. For the record, yeah. I, I want to come clear. I hate that we talk about our teams every pod. But, like, a lot of people whine about it, and then a lot of people whine when we don't. So we're going to do, like, a really fast our teams, okay? Okay. All right, uh, I finished on 56 – or 46 points. A game week rank of 6.4 million. Uh, my worst game week of the year, huge red arrow. Uh, basically everything that could have gone wrong almost did other than Salah returning. Um, everyone else on my team, uh, Cancelo got seven, Alexander Arnold got nine, Alonso got four. Everyone else got one or two points. Uh, Christensen then came on later in the game to block Rafinha's points on the bench, which was great. Um, oh, but it's just how it goes sometimes. Uh, I have had a pretty, like, not terrible run, but like a pretty poor run over the last three or four game weeks. And so... I mean, I fully expect it to turn around. I was looking at the last two years. Um, I have had lulls in my 
performance around Christmas the last two seasons and then have had really good pushes going into the end of the year. So I was hoping to avoid that this year and it's not happening, uh, but so it goes. Is that uh, with, Jake? Is that with oh. Gray not getting, did you not get Gray's like two goal perf- or goal and assist performance constructional or did you get that too? I got that last week. Oh, wow. Shit. Yeah, I got that last it's week. It's been, it feels it feels like it's been weird. It's like I finally like my team, and this was probably one of the more disappointing weeks I've had. Um, I ended up with a total of 58. Now I did take a hit, so 54. Um, Cancelo and Trent, James and Alonzo. I still have a goalkeeper issue with Fernandez from Brentford. Uh, Sala, Bernardo got an assist. Um, Bowen, who looked terrible, and I just brought in, unfortunately. He looked uh, pretty good in the game. <laughs> he looks lively. It just looks like he's on a team that doesn't know what how to score goals right now, like you huh, said. Like, interesting. Yeah. Maybe we should have some stats in order to have the conversation because <laughs> we'll I thought he looked lively and you thought he looked just okay. It's yeah. almost as if two people having a conversation just using their eyes is fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of not just eyes, Dennis uh, just is the best player on my team. And then the Vardy not not playing hurts so bad in a Newcastle game where I just knew Lester were going to just take it to him. And, like, I was like, uh, one goal, 70th minute or whatever. I'm like, okay, at least it wasn't terrible, even though it was a penalty kick, so he would have taken it. Um, and then it was 4-0, and I was like, God, I hate this game. So, yeah. Um, guess who uh, Guess who led the game week in chances created? Probably Maddo. Bowen. Bowen. Oh, okay. Wow, that's impressive. I mean, he... Yeah, I think we can. Oh, talk suddenly, about- suddenly, well, your eye test sounds no, like it's no, about no. to change a little he, bit. Here's, hmm. here's what I was gonna say: is that he was the brightest spot on a like a very dull, like he's the bright crayon in a dull box right now. Like, <laughs> what color would that be? Ah, uh, you know, like he was. Therese, say, isn't that a color? <laughs> maybe like cyan, like not Ooh. terrible. Um. <laughs> You know, and he had the good whipped in. Oh, so your that- family could afford the ninety-four color Crayola box, <laughs> oh, huh? God. My mom was like, "Here's the eight color." I was like, "Oh no, all the kids are better than me." Yeah, maybe she thought you were colorblind. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, that's a. I still had less crayons, Jake. Like it yeah. didn't matter. Well, yeah, Marco will see. think there's like sixty-four crayons here instead of eight. <laughs> <laughs> He's also number blind. <laughs> Grass FC. That was my mom. My mom was Grass FC. Yeah, she definitely was Grass FC. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, we'll talk about that game a little bit more later. But yeah, I mean, he. Pope made a ridiculous save. He should have came away with an assist. It just hurt because like all the other mid price mids dominated. Yep, that's true. That is true. Um, you know, and then we have Jota and Bowen, and you're like, well, shit, we got four points combined between the two of them. Great. Yeah. Um, do you think people outside the country will get that Crayola crayon joke? I think so. Do they have know Crayola they crayons do. other places? Man, Britain, they were they were sending pictures. I was watching more soccer than I usually do, and they were sending pictures of like their breakfast is and like it was like I think it's just breakfast. Breakfast, yeah. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Still recovering from an illness last week. Yeah. Um but they're sending pictures and I don't know. It's I'm weird. A, I'm a big breakfast person and I was worried some on some of the yeah. pictures. Yeah, I've seen they, they they're like like beans and yeah. like sausage and pig blood. 
Yeah, and even like and, some of the yeah. things mixed together, I'm just yeah, like, yeah, they mix no. a lot of stuff. No. Yeah, they're weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, okay, <laughs> now that we've covered that, yeah. um, Discord team, I guess we could probably look at. I, I actually yeah. don't remember how it did. They, they've been really, really good lately, like absolutely just crushing every single uh, every single game week, and it's making me sad because then everybody talks shit. Yeah, yeah, they had 80 points this week, so wow. <laughs> god damn it. Uh, game week rank of a half million, uh, Ramsdale, TAA, Alonzo Cancelo, Bernardo, Sala, Gallagher, Dennis. Um, yeah, just the team's good. I mean, it, it we we've talked about this in the past, like this idea of hive think. And like, there is something to be said for that. You it's, know, that it's like, like a, my team, except without Ramsdale though. That's what's sad. <laughs> do you have Gallagher? <laughs> no Gallagher. Yeah. too. So they have Ramsdale and Gallagher. That's the big heavy hitters there. But like, yeah. you know, I think, um, I, I, I think that there is something to be said for this hive think, right? Like yeah. multiple people suggesting different ideas and then boiling down those ideas to which one is the best. Um, yeah, maybe I should just start running my team like that. Uh, all right, got a. Um, we're gonna do we're gonna do leagues because we haven't read leagues off for like um, a, a week because uh, we didn't we didn't have it updated last week when we did it. So, um, you want to do PSL? Yeah, I'll do PSL. All right, you can go first. Top five. Ooh, you just got knocked out. Sorry. Oh, uh, number five, fuck. Strong Bones, Thomas Bracken. Not sure what that is. That a reference to the like Miranda Lambert song or um, 74 points. Number four, hanging by a Fred Pav Patel, 84 points. God, these scores just make me depressed. Number <laughs> three, need a better hobby. Marvin Andre. Uh, number two, wet ass Pookie, Bobby love. And number Bobby one, love. the art of the hive, the art yeah. of the dive 80. Yeah. It's just, just Huge buzzing. scores. Yeah, oh. it's awesome. It's good for. I mean, you know, these are the PSL League members. You know, they're the ones that take only our advice from the pod. Um, they listen only to us, obviously, and and look at the success they're having. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, top ten in, in league dive. Um, uh, here we go. Sam Tiago Munez in tenth and ninth. United of Glory in eighth. Our tech techers uh, in seventh, the Jeraholics in sixth, Salabing Salaboom in fifth, HDFC in fourth, Mix Bricks in third. It is or it is what it is. Uh, in second, it's as uh, easy as that. And in first, uh, Black Lives Matter, Joe L. Uh, we had 59 points this week. Um, and we actually got a message in from um, from Steve. Steve Jones wrote in a, uh, um, a while while back that um, that currently uh, let me let me read this. Oh okay, here we go. Currently 946. so wanted to tell somebody. I love that. Um, a bit of a story you may want to share with your listeners. I feel I have been having terrible luck and making several bad decisions despite seven green arrows in the last eight and moving into the top 100K. I think you're confused on what bad luck is, Steve. I'm yeah. going to start with that. Weird feeling of not enjoying it as I keep making the wrong calls. Steve, again, you're in the top 100, you're in the top 1,000. I think you're a little confused on what making wrong calls is. I did the Lukaku to Vardy move in game week eight and then moved to Vardy and then to Kane in 12 and even Captain Kane in 15. And then he shared the points that they got. Uh, he's got, uh, he did not do well there. I've also held Antonio for those weeks, blanking every week. Just goes to show you can continue to rise despite these bad calls. I have decided to spread the Kane money and move to five at the back. 
Uh, so looking at his team, he has Ramsdale in goal right now. Um, and then he's got Rudiger, James, TAA, Cancelo, Diaz. Um, let's see, Foden, um, Bowen, Mount, Sala, Jota, Antonio, King, Bor- Borja. Yeah, I just feel like Ramsdale's the key, and he is like the new Vardy. It's like he just does Red Bull before the game, yeah, and he's like sucking the life from Jamie Vardy. Just like I don't know, I don't know why I didn't think about this. Arsenal suck. Get a good goalkeeper in for them. Makes sense. Yeah, Went, get Dubs. Get Dubs. Uh, whoa! Breaking news, Jake. Breaking news. Okay. Uh, the Brentford Man United game has been postponed. Official. Perfect. All Official. right. There we go. There we go. Now I'm we safe. know. Yeah. Now we know. I'm go- we're going. I'm going against Ronaldo in the cup. That's a that's a win. It's gonna be v helpful. Um, yeah. we did have a question about the cup. Uh, Bobby Love wrote in. When do you start taking the cup seriously? That's a good question. <laughs> like when? Like should you ever? Or like I think it's a good question. Yeah. I um, the furthest I've made it. Uh, I've the furthest I've made it is into the fourth round. So I've won my first three rounds and then made it to the fourth. Have, how, what's the furthest you've made it? I think the third round, third or fourth. I don't know if I can look back on that. I'll I think it was me. funny. I, I made it to the fourth and then started maybe thinking I was going to take it seriously. And then I lost. So that mm-hmm. was it. I would say like, if you win your first three rounds, um, then you could probably be like, all right, like I'm excited about this. I'm going to start tracking it. Right. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like, I don't know. Who cares? Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, that's good. Anything else you want to talk about? Or should we... Um, no, let's, sh- we can move on. Okay. All right. Well, I do want to give a shout out. We got a new Patreon. Oh, George nice. Kenny. Well. George Kenny joined us. Uh, just, just joined uh, yesterday. And uh, I'll, George, if you're listening right now, uh, you'll be getting an email from me soon. We'll reach out. Um and we'll be touching base. Would love to get you into the Discord um, and, and get you talking with everybody and, and chatting about things. Um, anybody else that wants to join, we've got a nice little crew uh, that that spends a lot of uh, way too much time in there. Um, and uh, yeah, we'd love to have you. Just uh, DM us on Twitter. Um, you can email us at theartofthedive at gmail.com or uh, you can find us on Patreon, uh, The Art of the Dive. Yeah. Um, do we want to take a break or should we just roll? Let's just roll today. You cool with yeah. that? Yeah, I'm cool with that. You don't have to like go to the bathroom. No, I'm good. Are you having a beer or no? No, it's been a busy day, and I'm gonna hit the gym after this. Oh, yeah, you got you got to avoid the alcohol. Yeah, smart. I'm having a beer from uh, do you know um, are you familiar with with uh, what's what's this brewery called? Uh, Trillium. Trillium. Do you know them? No. Tr- Trillium Brewing. Looking it up now. Hmm. They're out of uh. Out of Boston, man. Well, Canton, Canton, or yeah, Boston. Canton and Boston, yeah. Um, very good, pretty, pretty high end stuff. Um, I had a, we had a work colleague that was out there for work and brought back like four cases of of beer that yeah. we all ordered from them. So kind of cool. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, let's get into some questions for the game week again. Crazy game week, a lot of stuff going on here. Um, FPL list said I would like stuff discussed. Well, FPL list, we're gonna do it. Matt Hall says Gray as a fifth mid or King as a third striker. Okay, this is actually, I thought, a really good question. I was going to put something on uh, along these lines if somebody else didn't, but Matt Hall uh, thought of it, which is is great. So um, 
do you right now jake the way the game is kind of set up do you favor like a cheap fifth mid but someone that can play or like a cheap third striker that can play i I don't even think this is a difficult question yeah uh fifth mid right now and I don't think that's going to change. Now, I could be wrong. Like, the, the season goes up and down, and that's usually why I suck because I by the time I finally, like, get to the point where I think I'm doing well, it's changed already, and I'm, like, two steps behind. But, I mean, you look at the, the you know, some of the top point getters for forwards right now. Like, you know, everybody's disappointed with, like, Tony. Well, Tony's, like, in the top ten. Um, right. King's in there. Pookie. St. Maxim and Dennis is the leading points getter right now as a forward. Uh, you know, the only player that I think you can argue, well, I'll say two players. I think you can stick with Ronaldo, obviously, although this news is going to make it a lot trickier and I hope people sell. Um, and then Antonio, but man, I test Ugh, grass FC. I don't know about him. <laughs> that being said, I brought him in. So we'll see how it goes. Oh, you brought uh, big Tony in. Yeah, I brought him back in. His fixtures are phenomenal. I right. just like didn't know where else to go with the money. I I almost debated going down to King and having Dennis and King from Watford, and I I was like, that's absurd. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to have two players. So so despite them putting up some decent numbers, each of them, yeah. um, they're on kind of a shitty team. I mean, Watford's definitely better under Ranieri, but um, they're playing much more attacking football, and, and mm-hmm. I respect that. Uh, the fact that they're trying to take it to teams a little bit more, but you know, if we look at just this kind of, I know that this isn't quite cheap, but I'm looking at midfielders and forwards at eight 8.0 or less, and I'm looking at expected goal involvement over the last six game weeks, and you know, I thought, actually, I'd like to bring something up quickly about expected goal involvement. I think Jim made a really good point the other day. We were talking in a group chat, sharing some ideas. And one thing that he said is the, the one thing we got to be careful with, with expected goal involvement, and he's 100% right here, is the way that they've amassed that expected goal involvement. So, like, if one player had an expected goal involvement of, like, two, but they got, uh, you know, over, over a, a five-game week period, but they got one and a half of it from one game, that's a bit of a concern, right? Like they're not consistently, you know, creating expected uh, scoring opportunities or assisting opportunities every from from game week to game week. Um, and I, so Jim did bring that up, but but you know that's why we'll look at just kind of the last six game weeks and, and you know where these players have played. So looking at forwards, um, King right now leads all all forwards with three point two six. Um, Benteke is at 2.88 and Pookie's at 2.69. And if we look at the same uh, for midfielders, so Jota's at 5.53, which is quite impressive. Uh, Gundogan's at 3.18. And then uh, Jorginho is at 2.98 because of the pens that he got. Um, Saka at 2.91. Rafinha at 2.86. You know, after, I mean, these guys keep going like in the mid twos, like, you know, Zaha at 2.2, Gallagher at 2.26, Bernardo Silva at 2.26. Like, basically, after the first four, we're under two for the forwards. So I do think you're right, Jake. I think we have enough midfield options that, and these guys are cheap. Most of the four, the, the midfielders are just as cheap or cheaper than some of the forward players. Yep. <clears throat> so we're thinking that's the move, huh? As of right now, man, I don't think it's going to change. 
Okay. Wilson writes in, I don't like big backs. I cannot lie. I think it's a big, big butt reference. <laughs> Anything to say about that? I, I'm all about big backs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. I mean, at least you're honest. Who is the best third, uh, three defenders, three defenders in the game to have? That's Ooh. a good question. Like, are we talking a, about for the rest of the season or? Well, I mean. For like uh, the run of fixtures, like the next 10 or 7 to 10. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I would rate it as if my top three defenders aren't going to move too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think are we on the same page that Cancelo for yep. sure in there? Yeah, and I think okay. you got to either have Tre- I think Trent, um, but I could see it like a Van Dyke right now with the Christmas holiday, you know, or holidays. Sorry, sorry there. Oh God, <laughs> we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> we're gonna get canceled. Um, all holidays. Yeah, all holidays matter. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Um. Okay, so so yeah, Cancelo for sure. Um, is so Trent, but Trent probably would be second, right? Yep. I mean, yep, he's yep. the only one with a higher expected goal involvement this season. 7.28. He's just getting and, bonus points for fun. I mean. Yeah. And if you watch, I mean, if you want to do the eye test thing, like he is in incredibly attacking areas and almost every ball he gets, he swings in, whether mm-hmm. it's a good move to swing it in or not, it's going in the box. Yeah. So now who's the third? I think that that's a little bit of a harder question. Like who wrote in? Somebody wrote in about James. So like Kendall wrote, wrote in three zeros in a row for Reese James. Um, and then he said, uh, keeps getting yellow cards. Time to get rid at a, a 0.5 discount. Is it is it time? Oh, and then he asked about Vardy after that, but which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. What do you um? What do you think about James right now? I think he's a wait and see. Um. I, kind of, I should probably do a little bit more stats on that. I I don't have the luxury to be worrying about my defender, so I you know it's one of those situations where I haven't been looking as much at that. Right. But I could see the argument for Rudiger playing more games. That's easy to be said after he just got two assists. Um, but I I am also interested in if Spurs are going to play Thursday Regulon moving forward. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot with his price. I think you could argue um, he's he's probably in the top five. Um, he's going to be involved. Conte, I think, has fixed Spurs a little bit more, you know, or just the fact that it's a new manager. He's top three in the last six game, game weeks for defenders and in goal involvement behind Trent and uh, Cancelo. Mm-hmm. And then they have a good run of fixtures. So I like him. I don't understand why you wouldn't pay 5.2 or 5.3 for, you know, a player like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at him as well and possibly offloading Alonzo to go in that direction. Um, I I think that Chelsea are looking for some other options there. That's what it feels like. He hasn't played great uh, in the games that he's played. So, Uh, okay. Uh, Kendall also wrote in, is it time to let Vardy go? You've already let him go, haven't you, Jake? I had to. He just wasn't even playing. I can't have I can't have people over ten not playing on my team. It's absurd. Yeah, yeah I think so too. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. But uh, Booster writes in Lacazette. Yeah, I, I mean, I debated it. I debated Did you really? it, and then I thought, well, it's Arsenal, so stay away. No, I mean, 
if their fixtures were a little bit better, maybe. Um, but if you look at like just cutting it down to to four fixtures, it's not terrible. They have Leeds and Norwich, but then they also have Wolves and West Ham, which they tend to lose to those two teams um, and not put up a lot of points. What what has he done? I mean, he scores in every game that he starts for Arsenal for whatever reason. And I don't understand why he doesn't play for them. It, it You know, their system suits him in my mind. He's a much better finisher from like crosses. And Arsenal have created a team that can just cross the ball in. Um, I mean, he has, but he has two goals, Jake, on the year. He hasn't played though. I mean, I don't know what is, I would have to look at what his goal involvement is per 90, but it's probably not terrible. Um, let's see. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, yeah, for whatever. Maybe he's not. I mean, maybe he's just had too many, like, extra minutes in games. I just like him when he starts for Arsenal. Like, I think it's a different thing. And I don't – I would agree. Like, I don't – he's definitely a huge differential so to me it's like a wait and see and then by that time the fixtures are going to change but i do get the feeling that abba is going to be benched for the next few game weeks i think arteta's done he doesn't tend to put up with a lot of garbage i mean he got rid of um guinduzi what's his face Um, guinduzi yeah like he you know he stepped out of line once and he was done um, I feel like he did that with other players as well. Like they step out of line, you know, he's even given Abba like a break here. And this was his second infringement. I feel, I don't remember what yeah. the other one was, but I think he's done and hmm. right. Rightfully. So Abba has been pretty terrible of late. Um, Sergeant has a better goal involvement per minute than Lacazette does this year. Yeah, that's fair. And that's why I wouldn't go right to him. That's why I went Antonio instead. But I guess you're right. He hasn't, Laka hasn't had like a very consistent run of games for some time. Okay. Hugolk, Hugolk, writes in Sancho as an FPL asset. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I'm glad someone asked that. I don't know what to make of the Manchester games. It's some of the games I haven't been able to watch of them. Um, and for a really long time, but you'd think with their run of fixtures, like someone in the midfield's going to step up, but I don't know who it is in all honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The problem is he's at 8.9, right? Like until we see some sort of consistent, consistent play and consistent scoring from Manchester United, um, it just as a team, I'm not sure that I'm really that interested. Uh, And so I'm going to say you got to wait on that um alex w writes in his most solid oh we'll, 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 we'll wait on that one um pav writes in our penalties back on the menu or was this weekend a bit of an uh, aber- aberration uh could the likes of Jorginho be an interesting differential and are you considering him or others i'm not considering him are you uh not really no yeah um, yeah, I mean, we, so here's the thing: we haven't seen actually as many pens this year. That was a huge, um, that was a huge initiative by the the FA and the officiating group, the committee. Um, last year, I think we had like almost, I think it was record level pens or something like that had been called. Um, they were calling them for every little infringement, um, every time a ball tapped somebody on the hand. It was it was a handball, and this year they've kind of gone the opposite, like 
where they haven't called so much. Although that city pen was pretty ridiculous that they got. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think always in the back of my head when I'm looking at a player, like pens are an important aspect, um, especially when uh, maybe when two players are tight uh, in terms of the decision on, on who to go with. Um, but I don't know that I would be like just targeting penalty takers using that as like the starting filter criteria for the players that I'm looking for. Fair? Yeah, fair. Yeah. Okay. Who are you captaining this week, Jake? Great question. I'm getting a little bit tempted to go outside the box lately. Uh, that being said, it's I haven't been watching Liverpool, so it's really scary to me because Newcastle just gave up four goals, and if anyone's going to score all those, it's probably Salah. Right. Uh, um, but I'm new, tempted current, to go Trent. Okay, I could see that instead of Salah. Yeah. But still going Liverpool, a Liverpool asset, yeah. For sure. Like, it's got to be Liverpool, I feel. Yeah, they have the best matchup. Um, they are currently... Like the the uh, like prediction calculators have them at uh, three three goals in the game, which is pretty crazy. Like teams almost never get predicted that high. Um, so that that's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I mean the only other player that is an interesting shout out might be Sterling, but I, that's so risky. I just don't see it that early in the season. Yeah, I uh, actually was looking at some some um ways to possibly get sterling in with torres for sure well the rumor or the talk is right that he's leaving now correct yeah so you know like who are really the attacking players that they have and like sterling's there and foden can play there and they've been trying to play Grealish there although he hasn't looked that comfortable i test mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't know i've looked at some sterling stuff too and he's um he's had some returns i mean there's that too like he's you know, he's getting some, he's actually put up some decent statistics and he's getting some returns. And, and obviously like that player, he's got a great history of like being really strong. Right. So 17, 18, he had 18 goals, 17 assists, 18, 19, he had 17 goals, 15 assists and 19, 20, he had 20 goals and six assists. Now last year was a weird year for him. Um, he's, he played about the same amount of minutes, but only had 10 goals and nine assists this year. He has four goals and one assist, but they've all come in the last five game weeks. Um, so, uh, except one goal scored earlier in the year. So, uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Just someone I'm keeping an eye on. Um, all right. So you've already made your move this week. Will you be taking a hit as usual? I gotta consider it now with the goalkeeping issue for me because I won't have a goalkeeper. So I've been wanting to move my goalkeeper on anyway. So I think I'm going to be between Sa and Ramsdale. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. That's a tough call because Ramsdale is definitely going to get more of the like save and bonus points. But I do think Wolves be- are better defensively. They also have they both kind of have a mixed bag of fix- fixtures like Wolves have Brighton away, which isn't terrible, but not great. And then they have Chelsea and Man U coming up. So that makes me a little worried. Um Arsenal have like City and Spurs coming up, and I just don't see them keeping clean sheets in those games either. All right, I'm uh, I'm looking at possibly bringing in a City mid. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Don't have who one. do you like though? That's a, that's a tough question, and that's what got yeah, me it's ha- earlier. It's hard yeah. because like Silva is seems to be the one that's going to play the most, mm-hmm. but I like Foden more. Yeah. Um. For like you know some of the things he does and how much more 
to me how much more dangerous he seems eye test when he's on the field but also statistically also right like when you look at those things so yeah. i don't know yet um you know the, the but the reality of it is like i want somebody that's locked in you know yeah any interest in mount mm-hmm. he's got good underlying stats lately yeah is he locked in it's a tough question yeah i gotta figure that out anyways that will figure it out all right let's no. let's be done let's be done with the podcast follow us on twitter at dive fpl instagram the art of the dive um download our podcast anywhere and everywhere thanks for all the supporters of the pod um let's get out of here jake i'm marco and i'm jake grassroots <laughs> grassroots and remember, I, think it's, I think it's grass fc yeah yeah it's grassroots. grassroots grassroots and remember you should die